Welcome to Wood Talk for woodworkers by woodworkers. Now here are three guys who are actually under the illusion that woodworking is cool. Mark, Matt, and Shannon. All right, it's Wood Talk number 352 for January 27th, 2017. It's a weekend show. One of my, it's one of my favorite Woo. days of the week. It's the weekend. I love the weekend. You know why I love the weekend? I'm still trying to figure it out. I used to love another the weekend. Day. The weekend is just another day for me anymore. <laughs> I do enjoy it, though. I mean, another potential work day. It's an, another another day that I'd like to work but can't. <laughs> Let's put it that way. <laughs> no, that's not true. I love hanging out with my family. Uh, okay. So we have a question here from Ryan Knight, and we're going to ponder and discuss and uh, talk amongst ourselves. And he says, guys, not her son, right in my eyes. It's, this is distracting. Just wanted to get your take on this. That's not what Ryan said. Now I'm saying that right now. Uh, once I want to get our take on this. Uh, a couple of years ago, I bought a new manufactured home from a builder with one of the best reputations in the area. The wood used on the interior of the house is all some kind of fiberboard. The cabinets and fiberboards skinned with veneer, while the stair railings, baseboards, and other kinds of trim is fiberboard covered with white paint. When doing my walkthrough in the house, I was surprised to see that they left the stair railings with big bumps where each screw had been drilled through the fiberboard handrail into the baluster. That's why you avoid using screws with a fiberboard. Duh. I had them sand it down flat and repaint before taking ownership. I know I'm not buying a custom home and in exchange, I am paying a lower price, but it still bugs me a little knowing that these lower quality wood products are in my house as a woodworker that seeks out quality wood to build from. How do you feel about wood products used in your home? So I think this is interesting because I think when you become a woodworker, and you start building this stuff and you kind of develop a little bit, maybe just a little bit of snobbishness around this. And I'm certainly <laughs> glad you said it. <laughs> yeah, I'm certainly guilty of it myself, having written an article about the, the woodwork that I saw in a uh, an olive garden <laughs> one time and just was like, look, I'm not trying to be like crappy about this, but this is really bad, you know. And so you you sort of raise your awareness of this stuff. But a lot of times, at least if you come at it like I did, I don't have a background in like trim carpentry uh, or, you know, construction. So when I'm building furniture, I have an extremely high standard. But when I look around my house, I kind of give it a little bit more slack because I didn't install those baseboards. I didn't install those kitchen cabinets. So if things aren't quite up to my personal standard, I give it a pass unless it's something that's within my means to change and make better. You know, so, and again, I mean, it's not like we're, we're not all floating in Honda money, if you know what I'm saying. (laughs) You know what I mean? So like our our houses may not necessarily reflect people who can afford custom woodwork. Some of us have to get by with Hyundai money. That's right. You have Hyundai money. (laughs) Kia money. Toyota money. Um, You go. So, but we don't necessarily have these houses that have like tons of custom woodwork done by actual craftsmen. You know, we have, we have stuff that was done at builder grade because that was the kind of house we could afford, you know? So it's, it's a matter of like, how much do you then want to start putting into doing that stuff yourself? Now, Matt, you're an interesting case because I know you not too long ago did all new floors, right? Wasn't it uh, maple, maple floors? I was ash. Was it ash? I thought it was maple. Yeah. Why did I think it was maple? Because maybe because it looked like maple. It's light, same thing. Light I guess. Yeah. So there's an example. You know, Matt just took it on. He uh, he's got wood coming out of his butt. So why not do something <laughs> like this? You know. But it, it, is a lot that of fiber? <laughs> have you done anything else in the house to you know to bring it up to your personal standard of, of what woodcraft is? I've done trim. As okay. Well, um, but that's really about it. I mean, every day, like I get up, I'm like. 
I can't wait to rip his kitchen out. And I'm like, <laughs> I can't wait to replace all these interior doors yeah. and destroy the rest of the house. Because, I mean, there's nothing wrong with it, but it looks old and dated. And I don't know. I know I could do a better job of it, I guess. Right, right. And is it a definite part of the plan to do that? Or is it just one of those, yeah, maybe I'll get to that when I'm retired? I mean, like somewhere in between. Okay. <laughs> it's not a priority, but if the opportunity presents itself. Yeah, like, I guess. I mean, as a as a content creator, I can do weird stuff like that. And it's like work or my right. job or whatever yeah, to like, do like those it. things. But my, it might not make the most sense like to make an interior door. You could just go buy a pre-made one, but as a crazy person like I am, I might as well make a bunch of interior doors because that seems like a good thing to do. Sure. And like hang them all, <laughs> make jams, hang them all. That seems like trim. a good thing to do. Sure. <laughs> it's a good thing to do this weekend. Why not? Uh, See, but I'd, I'd love to make my own interior doors, but then the thought of, man, then I got to make a whole bunch of them. <laughs> I was like, there's a lot of like, I don't know. Like I don't have that many doors in this house, but like I would probably need to make like six. I'm yeah. Like, you still can't cool. just do one. Yeah. Yeah. And that'd be my problem is we'd end up with one really nice door. <laughs> <laughs> this is, this is our showpiece door. Please don't look at the rest. Those are all like Only solid core. Right. Uh, knowing me, it would probably be the door into my shop, you know, <laughs> with a really fancy hardwood one in the shop. I, you, know, you know, I thought which, about that. Like the one that goes into the garage is the crappiest door in the house. Like we, we lucked out. There's actually nice alder doors uh, for most of this, um, most of the house inside. But the one going into the garage is kind of your standard, um, you know, solid core veneered sort of deal. Right. And it just, it doesn't look like it matches the rest of the house. And I'm like, maybe I should do that door and just make it that much more fancy, but it, it is just going into the garage. you know. <laughs> so have you, have you done anything else in your house, Shannon, to kind of replace what, what was there? Um, certainly. I mean, I've done several sets of built in bookcases. Um, and those are, you know, all, um, hardwood kind of, mm-hmm. I'd like to think, well, one of them is, looks nice, but it really was one of my first big projects. So I look at it now and go, <laughs> right. <laughs> Can't believe I did that. Um, <clears throat> let's see. I've done crown molding in two of the rooms. Uh, I feel like I've done something else. Oh, well, yeah, but not really with woods. I mean, I've like gutted and completely redid a bathroom, mm-hmm. but that's more like drywall and laying tile. And I've laid tile on a couple of rooms. Um, yeah, but nothing, you know, no real trim work other than that crown molding that I did. And then the trim work around the built in bookcases. Right. So yeah. I, I guess a fair amount actually, now that I think yeah, about when you it, start to add it up. Right. But yeah, not, I mean, definitely not flooring or anything like that. Um, I feel for him. I mean, the, the although the, the fiberboard with veneer, that's, that's particularly egregious, I think. Yeah. Um, uh, you know, cause you, you're talking about, well, was he talking about kitchen cabinets for that? Um, but yeah, I mean, if you're seeing like a bumps with, with screws and things like that, I mean, I don't know. That just kind of, that would bug me to no end to the point where I would probably like break down and, and say, uh, I'm, I'm replacing this. Yeah. And then well, and the seven years like, later I would get started on it. You're also looking at a, it says a fiberboard handrail and I just can't imagine something like that over the course of time. Just seems like one of those things. It's going to be the first thing to come loose. As you start to yeah. see the, the screws yeah. pull out of that stuff, you know, that's in particular, the handrail I think is going to be problematic. Especially mm. with kids. Right. That's what comes to mind now that my son's like getting into stuff or he's like, big, like we found him like he climbed on top of the table somehow. <laughs> I was like walking the room that he just sit on top of the table because the iPad was up there and he wanted to play with it. So he just somehow climb on top of the table. When there's a will, there's a way. 
Like, yeah, so I, yeah, if I don't know if I could handle having like a staircase made out of fiberboard, yeah, in my house, thinking like, oh, my son's jump up and down this handrail or whatever, pretending he's in prison and grabbing the balusters and <laughs> yeah. shaking them or something, you know? That's what I would do as a kid. Well, that's the funny thing. I saw my son is doing that. Like, we never had steps in any house that he's been exposed to just because we were in Arizona <laughs> for so long and they were all, uh, you know, single, flo- single floor homes. So he's so infatuated with the steps that now he's going up, grabbing the rails of, of the, you know, the bars as he's going up and climbing up. And I'm like, stop, stop doing that. But I'm thinking to myself, that's exactly what I would have done. Like as a kid, like no doubt about it. I would only have yourself to blame. Mark. Yeah. I would be doing that all day long. Uh, well, yeah, Ryan, I mean, it's, it it is, I, I can understand your, your pain. And I think that's why, I don't know. I'm kind of glad that I, I went through the path that I did where I really didn't grow to appreciate woodwork until we were further along in life and into our second home, you know, cause like at the first home, you just kind of, you get what you can get. You know what I mean? Like uh, beggars can't be choosers. We were lucky just to get a house when we got one. So it didn't matter what was inside and I did the best I could to fix it up. And then as my tastes got a little bit more um, refined, we started to get into a different category of home where we were able to get things that were a little bit nicer. And while maybe not up to my furniture standards, you know, what I would do with furniture, definitely good enough that I don't look at it and think of it as an eyesore or something that's going to be a problem over time. You know, so I kind of well, lucked I, out. I could tell you when, when we bought, cause the house we're in is our first single family home, but I mean, this house was built in the sixties. Mm-hmm. So a lot of these manufacturing engineer products just weren't around. So like I've had many uh, of a, whether it be electrician or plumber or somebody in doing some work and they're like, man, you know, they don't build them like this anymore. (laughs) And there's like, there's like good quality stud work behind the drywall. Um, You know, um, the, the cabinets are all hardwood and that was just by default. That was Mm -hmm. what was standard. They don't make asbestos like this anymore. (laughs) <laughs> well, we do have asbestos shingles, <laughs> um, but you, you know, there's, there's many instances, even with like the appliances, you yeah. know, we still have our original dishwasher and original oven and those things are ridiculous. Like, and the guy's like, you don't want to know how hot it gets inside that dishwasher. It's like before they had safety restraints and things like that. He's like, don't ever get rid of that dishwasher, you know, but there's many an instance like my roof when I went through inspection, the guy's like, you could drop a bomb on this roof. The <laughs> the joists are like, you know, eight inches on center practically in the roof. Um, but you do see and it, it's kind of a little bit like tools, you know, where we have these like extremely high end tools and then you've got like crappy um, tools. Or, you know, sorry, Harbor Freight, but that's the first thing that comes to mind. And there's not a lot of middle ground anymore. You know, it's definitely that way in the hand tool world. It's either plane or, you know, $10 plane, um, and not a lot in between. And I Mm -hmm. think that that's kind of what's happening. See, I work for a company that supplies our customers that are on the high end, you know, solid Sapili staircases and things like that. And I don't really see these kind of fiberboard things, but I will in a bet, like if they were to build my house that I'm in now, if they were to build it today, it would probably be the same thing that Ryan's dealing with. Yeah. Yep. You know, um, and and I don't know what the, the, the price breakdown is, you know, because I'm looking at, you know, poplar trim and things like that. That's just painted and poplar is dirt cheap when you're buying it as a millwork. So, man, I can't even imagine how much cheaper the fiberboard stuff is that they're, you know, is it really making that big of a difference to the bottom line? Well, I'm sure, it's, it is. it's a manufactured home, you know? So, I mean, the, yeah, the, the right. processing on this stuff has to be, you know, you're, they're batching these things out basically. So yeah, solid wood of any price is probably going to be more problematic. Area. 
Interesting. All right. Well, thanks for that, Ryan. That was a, a very interesting question to ponder. We appreciate it. And um, don't forget, whenever we ask these, um, you know, sort of put up the questions on Patreon to get your suggestions for these things. Um, so please feel free to ask the the weirdest and the most non-specific questions you want, because a lot of times those make great uh, great fodder for the weekend show. So we appreciate it. Keep it coming. And uh, Shannon, why don't you give them some contact info, and we'll get out of here. Sure. Why not? If you want more weekend shows, weekend, if you have weekend. questions, concerns, topics, suggestions, <laughs> you want to send us weird rambling questions that we can ponder, as Mark says, on the weekend show, mm-hmm. you can do that via Skype. That's Wood Talk Online or voicemail 623-242-5180 or go to woodtalkshow.com slash contact and leave us a question there, or kickback or whatever. And while you're there, leave a comment on this particular post and tell us what kind of crappy stuff your house is made of. We want to know. <laughs> pull, yes. pull back the curtains, peel back the paint, and show us your engineered products. Nothing but the best. And they're dirty. Aha, I get it. All right. And don't forget, we all have our own websites. Woodwhisperer.com, renaissancewoodworker.com, and slabbergasted.com. <laughs> That's good stuff. All right. Well, thank you for listening, everyone. We'll catch Fiber you next. Dreamhouse.com. Time. Time. Time.